Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar, and this is The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 72, and I'm going to do the readings for uh, this Wednesday. Uh, We are in the 20th week of Ordinary Time, so uh, let's begin. First, let's start with the act of contrition in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to please pray with me and for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. And we'll go, we'll say the, in English, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. And we'll say the Gloria because I believe the Gloria is a very beautiful prayer. So let's begin. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King. O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world. Receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. You know, I want to say something. Um, Just by the Gloria, if you were to talk to someone who has concerns or hostilities towards the Catholic faith, just by the Gloria, you could point out the beauty and how much we praise the Father. We give glory to God and Jesus Christ who is the only begotten Son of the Father. Uh, just look at how many times we mention um, the God God the Father. Uh, Lord God, Heavenly King, Almighty God and Father. O God, Almighty Father. Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son. Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You alone are the Holy One. You alone are, uh, I mean, you are seated at the right hand of the Father uh, here. Uh, You alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. This is Christological. Uh, It's Trinitarian. It's also, uh, it, 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 it mentions the past, um, the Paschal mystery, the uh, a very Christological theological term of Christ being the Passover, the 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 life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
It's beautiful. Just just study the Gloria alone, and and just if you if you if you can, if the person is willing to listen, willing to sit down, show them the Gloria. Show them this beautiful prayer that we say, this praise that we give to to God, to God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Just show it to them, and. You know, it's I I love it, I love it. I mean, when I say it, and I mean when when the liturgy is really, really good, and and um, you know the music is not what you call modernist. No guitar, no no uh, tambourines, no um, you know just just beautiful liturgy. It really lifts you up and it brings tears to your eyes. And you, you, your heart swells up with joy for, for, for the, for the salvation that we're given. It's beautiful. All right, let's move on to the, uh, to the prayer, to the um, readings. So, um, yeah, I just want to say one more thing. Um, I uh, I did a podcast. The last one was about that hit piece by the Atlantic on the um, associating some noise outside, associating the liturgy with I mean the the rosary with militant like extremist militant. It's really uh, it was all over the internet. Taylor Marshall made a response to it. Um, Timothy Gordon made a response to it. Um, it's it was really pathetic. I mean, it really is pathetic. It shows you. Turns out the guy um, works in a museum in Toronto, and he's sort of an activist. He he goes around after militants. I mean, the, he really. I think he's just an anti-Catholic. He's just anti-Catholic. It's really um, um, unbelievable. The fact that he would do this, yeah, the rosary is a weapon. It's a spiritual weapon. It's a spiritual weapon. It was there. It was used to um, to pray when the Turks were were going to attack Western Europe, the Battle of Lepanto, and it was the first Our Lady of Victory, uh, which was. Because of the Battle of Lepanto, where all the Turkish ships were were, were white were swept away, it was beautiful, uh, and um, it was the first. That was the first battle where they actually had uh, a sail or a flag of the um, Our Lady Guadalupe. It was the first time it was sailed uh, and taken into battle. Fantastic. And then later on, of course, it was changed to Our Lady of the Rosary, um, which is the same same thing, uh, but it's fantastic. But this guy just seems to he he he's conflating, like I said, just because someone drapes the rosary over an AR fifteen doesn't mean this person is a devout Catholic, though they may they may be Catholic. But um, Our Lady would never agree to this. No. The rosary is a spiritual weapon. 
it's a weapon it's it's a spiritual weapon for prayer not for militant or or associating with guns like i said there are people who have tattoos of the rosary around their neck you know they, they wear like you know like a necklace there are tattoo there are people who tattoo it on their arm I've seen women who too have tattoos of the rosary around their leg, around their ankle. They think it's something sexy. A lot of people do that. There are people who actually wear a physical rosary like a necklace. Doesn't mean they even know how to pray it. This fellow, um, I think, was uh, just hates religion. I'm going to say it. He, you know, to me, it was it was this disgusting article he wrote. All right, let's begin with the with the reading. All right, so the first reading is from uh, the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 34, verse 1 to 11. I will save my sheep that they may no longer be food for their mouths. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man. Prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. In these words, prophesy to them, to the shepherds. Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the shepherds of Israel who have been pasturing themselves. Should not shepherds rather pasture sheep? You have fed off their milk, worn their wool, and slaughtered the fatlings. But the sheep you have not pastured. You did not strengthen the weak, nor heal the sick, nor bind up the injured. You did not bring back the strayed, nor seek the lost. But you lorded it over them, harshly and brutally. So they were scattered, for the lack of a shepherd and became food for all the wild beasts my sheep were scattered hold on they became so they were scattered for the lack of shepherd and became food for all the wild beasts my sheep were scattered and wandered over all the mountains and high hills. My sheep were scattered over the whole earth with no one to look after them or to search for them. Therefore, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, says the Lord God, because my sheep have been given over to pillage and because my sheep have become food for every wild beast for the lack of a shepherd, because my shepherds did not look after my sheep, but pastured themselves and did not pasture my sheep. Because of this, shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, I swear, hold on, I swear I am coming against the shepherds. I will claim my sheep from them and put a stop to their shepherding, my sheep, so that they may no longer pasture themselves. I will save my sheep 
that they may no longer be food for their mouths. For thus says the Lord God, I myself will look after and tend my sheep. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, let's let's be honest. Do you honestly believe that these corrupt bishops would have put this in 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 the three year cycle? Don't you you don't believe that the Holy Spirit did this? The Holy Spirit. I believe with all honesty guided them inspired them to put these words in here to put these this particular book the prophet Ezekiel the words here condemn our bishops they condemn these these corrupt men who do not love our Lord who do not love Christ who do not love our lady who do not love the church, who do not believe in the church. Okay, these words here, there are good bishops out there. Don't get me wrong. There are good bishops, there are good priests, there are good cardinals. Um, they're just outnumbered by the wicked. So this was happening thousands of years ago during the days of Ezekiel during the days of the prophets. This was happening. And the Lord sent Ezekiel to preach against the eat the wolves in sheep's clothing. Okay. This is from the power of God. This this here is by the Holy Spirit. Today these words you think any bishop likes to hear these words? Any bishop who's who's using the church for his personal splendor, his personal pleasure? They feed off the sheep. They leave the sheep naked, meaning spiritually naked. Just like Adam and Eve lost their glory, lost everything. The the the, the shepherds find themselves lost because of their love for, for pleasure, for comfort. And they just abandon, they abandon our Lord. They abandon us for the pleasures of the world, for the empty promises of Satan and all his empty promises. This is sad, but it doesn't mean we give up. We remain faithful to Jesus Christ. We remain faithful to Jesus Christ. We remain faithful to him, faithful to the sacraments, and faithful to the church. All right, let's move on. All right, so the responsible psalm is going to be Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall want, I shall not want. In vernon pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me. He refreshes my soul. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. He guides me in the right paths for his name's sake. 
Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side. With your rod and your staff that, gi that give, give me strength, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall want, I shall, there is nothing I shall want. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. You spread the table before me in the, in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Only goodness and kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Again, as we can see, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. Yes, we should pray for good priests. We should pray for good shepherds. We should pray for good bishops. We need them. But we're not a culture of prayer anymore. I mean, yeah, that hit piece about the rosary. The devil knows how powerful the rosary is. But you need to have a healthy prayer life. You need to have a healthy spiritual life. All right. You need to, you need, you need, you need to be intimately in contact with our Lord constantly. Mental prayer is the key. A few moments throughout the day, it's, it'll build up your spiritual muscles. And, you know, we, the frequent, you know, receiving of the Eucharist and praying the rosary, but always with the idea that you are there present. You shouldn't just mouth the rosary senselessly. You need to be aware of, you know, you have to be aware. You have to be aware of God's presence. You have to be constantly aware that you are there with him. Like right now, as I'm doing this podcast He's guiding me. I, I, I believe it. And I have to be open. And the fact, if you listen to this podcast, he wants you to listen to it. It doesn't have to be mine. It could be any other po Catholic podcast that helps speak the word of God to you, that helps you to listen. We need to listen to the word of God. All right, let's move on from there. All right. This, uh, the Alleluia is from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Alleluia, Alleluia. The word of God is living and effective, able to discern the reflections and thoughts of the heart. Alleluia, Alleluia. Uh, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 20, verse 1 to 16. Are you envious because I am generous? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, someone with their motorcycle. All right, let me start over again. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out at dawn to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with them for the usual daily wage, he sent them into the vineyard. Going out 
about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And he said to them, you two go into my vineyard and I will give you what is just. So they went off and he went out again and around noon and around noon and around three o'clock and did likewise going out about five o'clock. He found others standing around and he said to them, why do you stand here idle all day? They answered, because no one has hired me. He said to them, you to go into my vineyard. When it was evening, the owners of the vineyard said to his uh, foreman, summon the laborers and give them their pay, beginning with the last and ending with the first. When the when those who had uh, started about five o'clock came, each received the usual daily wage. So when they first came, so when the first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also got the usual wage. And on receiving it, they grumbled against the landowner, saying, These last ones worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who bore the day's burden and the heat. He said to one of them in reply, My friends, I am not cheating you. Did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage? Take what is yours and go. What if I wish to give this last one the same the same as you? Or am I not free to do as I wish with my, my own money? Are you envious because I am generous? Thus the last will be first and the first will be last. Amen. So... This, this here is showing us that regardless, let's say like the saints who were there from the very beginning, who knew our Lord and saints, those who come into our Lord later on in their life at the end, uh, let's say if it's the last hour of the world and the Lord wishes to save them, so so be it. I mean, this is our Lord is saying all will be happy. All will be happy. Not all experiences are the same. Not all saints are equal, but all saints are saints. So this is the beauty. The beauty of all this is the beauty of the gospel. So let us be faithful to Jesus. That's what the whole point is. The Lord is generous with his love with everybody. It's only human beings that are beginning to... It's only human beings that like to complicate it. Like to complicate it with jealousy. Let's not be like Cain, who was jealous of his brother's grace. When he killed his brother, he never repented of it. And he was a murderer. He, you know, it's 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 obvious. Grace is grace, and relationship with God is going to be different with everybody. Let's remain faithful to Jesus. It's a noisy evening, a lot of trucks. All right, this is the whole point of it. I mean, think about it. The God, uh, others complained. These guys only spend one hour working with you, and we've given our whole entire lives. 
and you're paying us the same. Yeah, he did. This is who Jesus is. This is, I mean, this is the way God wants. He wants to be, his grace is equal. The rewards are different. That's just the way it is. Let's be faithful to Christ. All right, I'm going to end it here. All right, and um, let's say in our Father, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.